Here's one of the most common lies of all false doctrines. Welcome to Critical Thinking Scan, where we look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Engler, and today let's look at lie number four of four lies which multiple worldviews have in common, as being able to identify these trademark deceptions will help you quickly recognize and respond to many false teachings. And lie number four states that Jesus is not who Scripture says He is, and especially not God. The Bible itself says in 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-3 to that we can recognize the spirits of false prophets because they do not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. And by definition, what sets biblical Christianity apart from all other worldviews is the belief that Jesus is God, the Son of God the Father, and the only sacrifice to fully pay the death penalty from human sin from Adam onwards. So other worldviews usually claim that Jesus is less than who Scripture says He is and who He Himself claimed to be, as you can see from the Answers in Genesis world religions and cults books. For example, Islam claims that Jesus is a prophet but certainly not God or God's Son, and that He did not die to atone for human sin. Atheistic worldviews like secular humanism claim Jesus was at best an inspiring moral teacher or humanitarian if He existed. Meanwhile, pantheistic religions like Hinduism may claim that Jesus was one of many gurus who showed us how to realize our oneness with the Creator Force Brahman. Then there's Mormonism, which claims Jesus is a created being, the spirit child of Heavenly Father and Mother, and the brother of other spiritual beings including Lucifer. In another twist, Jehovah's Witnesses claim that Jesus was Michael the Archangel, incarnated as the physical Son of God but not fully God and fully man at the same time. And by the way, that's one example of why it's so important to define key terms, which is check four of critical thinking. Because while different groups use terms like the Son of God, they don't all mean it in the biblical sense. In the end then, all these different worldviews show some pretty clear examples of the lie that Jesus is not who Scripture says He is. But sometimes, this lie can sneak into our doctrines a little more subtly, even within the Church. For example, I've read professing Christian authors completely reinterpret Jesus' role as the sacrifice bearing the physical and spiritual death penalty for sin which spread to all humans through Adam, either because the authors don't want to believe in hell as the eternal death penalty for sin, or they don't want to believe in a literal Genesis with a literal Adam who sinned. I'll read you some lines from an article on a popular website that seeks to blend evolution with Christianity. The article reinterpreted Jesus' role specifically to accommodate human evolution instead of a historical Adam. It said, God does not send Jesus to die. God does not require Jesus' death in order to forgive humanity's sin. As a demonstration of God's immense love and compassion, God takes on flesh and bone. He experiences torture, humiliation, and isolation on the cross. In the end, Jesus experiences death, and in so doing, Christ connects to humanity in a new and powerful way. So this article is claiming that the purpose of Jesus' death had nothing to do with paying for sin. That totally goes against historical Christianity, the core salvation message of Scripture, and the doctrines which entire New Testament chapters like Hebrews 10 clearly teach about the purpose of Jesus' incarnation. Ultimately, the lie that Jesus is less than who the Bible says He is can be incredibly slippery. But you can recognize it with check number one of critical thinking, check scripture. That requires us to be familiar with what scripture says. 
Some people will tell you that Jesus did not claim to be God, and that the Bible does not teach that He's God. So it's crucial to know what the Bible really teaches about who Jesus is and why those teachings are trustworthy. There are biblical apologetics resources like the ones linked to this video to help you get started. Meanwhile, for more on how to think critically about any face-challenging message, you can access my other CT scan videos packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helped me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.